and welcome to Energize Oklahoma, a podcast powered by Canadian Valley Electric Cooperative to keep you informed on our industry, communities, and how we serve our members. I'm your host, Casey Jarvis, Communications Coordinator at Canadian Valley, and I'm happy to be here with you today. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Energize Oklahoma. We're excited to start off this first episode of 2023 talking about a few new programs we will be avail- that will be available for our members this year. If you've been following along on our Facebook, you've seen that we now offer a prepaid, prepaid billing option and in the future we will also be offering a new EV program. Today I have with me Canadian Valley Electric CEO Gary Hiley to give us some insights into these new programs. Thank you for being here with me today, Gary. And for those of our listeners who are first time in here, please give us a little background on yourself. Thank you, Casey. It's uh, great to be recording this. We're sitting here in January, and I am pleasantly surprised that it's about 65 degrees outside. It's an awesome day. Hopefully, it'll be that nice when we are listening to this podcast here in a couple weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I've been in the utility industry in some fashion or another for 12 or 13 years now. I've been here at Canadian Valley Electric for the last three. Uh, It's been quite a fun ride. Oklahoma is my home state. I was actually born in Muskogee many, many years ago. Uh, So it was nice to be able to come back to Oklahoma and establish residence here for myself and my family. So we are very excited about that. You had asked, I think, about hobbies as we were getting ready for this, Mm -hmm. and I was trying to think of what we should talk about, and (laughs) my thought there is in some form or another, as I've lived in various parts of the country over the last several years, I've done something with music uh, just about everywhere I've been. Uh, having played with a bluegrass band, I played upright bass with a bluegrass band when I lived in Virginia, oh, 15 years ago. And one of the funnest things I did was I actually sang barbershop with a men's choral group when I lived in California for uh, five years. Oh, that's awesome. One thing I came away from that with, uh, California wasn't a good fit uh, in Mm -hmm. some cases uh, from a cultural standpoint, uh, but I have a lot of respect for California and their fine arts talent on the West Coast. It is uh, unmatched anywhere else I've been in the country. So I had a lot of fun doing that, and um, we'll see what comes together in Oklahoma. Maybe I'll travel to California one day and see what you're talking about. There you go. (laughs) Yes, and to start off today, um, Canadian Valley Electric has a few new programs uh, that you are here to talk about today. Which one would you like to start off with? That's correct, Casey. So we started over a year ago putting together various programs to make life a little easier for our members and ease the burden of the, the utility bills bring us every month. Uh, so three of those that we'll look at today is our prepaid metering program, our electric vehicle pilot program, which I'm pretty excited about, and our budget billing program, which isn't new, but not many people know a lot about. So as far as the prepaid billing program, what exactly would you like to specify for our members on that? 
So we looked across our member base at where uh, we were having the most pain points uh, from some of our members who were trying to establish service. And we recognized a need to create an ability to establish service with us that did not require any deposit or down payment to establish an account. So the prepaid metering program, what that one of the things that brings to us is the ability to establish new service without having to post a deposit. Mm-hmm. It's great for lower income folks. It's great for students or people that are going to be in place for a small or a short period of time uh, and allows them just to pay for the electric they use without having to establish those deposits up front. The other thing that that brings to us is that there are no longer any fees associated if for people that are on that program there are no fees that are associated with disconnection or reconnection of service. If they happen to get disconnected for any uh, reason regarding a non-pay, there's no fees because you don't roll a truck out there to, to disconnect or reconnect. And so there's no point in charging fees for what we know people are already struggling with. So it allows us to provide service without any of those fees in place. Um, it does require consent to electronic notifications. So the member does have to be able to receive uh, electronic uh, notifications for the electric usage, and that will go out daily on what their balance is uh, for uh, their electric usage and what those current bills are so they can monitor that proactively. Now, do they sign up for those notifications through the Smart Hub app? Is that correct? They can sign up those for those notifications either online through the oh, Smart okay. Hub app um, or they can contact the member service representative mm-hmm. here at the Canadian Valley office. Oh, okay. Well, that'll be really good. That'll help out a lot of members, especially um, those who aren't too keen on putting up a big deposit, like you said, when they're not going to be there for very long. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. And I should also state that there are still uh, restrictions that are imposed on that program through the Oklahoma Corporation Commission, uh, which are protections for the membership. And those are things that uh, still apply with disconnection rules for uh, weather, uh, any kind of moratorium like a, a COVID pandemic or something like that that might come in place where the Oklahoma Corporation Commission says, hey, due to public health and safety during these times, um, do not uh, disconnect folks from their electric service, those oh, okay. rules still apply in the prepaid metering program. So on those people that are on that program, if there's extreme weather events or that sort of thing, they're still protected under the rules of the Oklahoma Corporation Commission. Oh, that's great. I didn't even know that. It's good to know those guidelines. Um, so is that something they can currently call in and inquire about and putting their account on? Yeah, that's correct. They can do that today Mm -hmm. uh, just by calling our office, and any of the member service representatives could take care of them on that. That's awesome. That's exciting. Definitely coming into a new era, 2023 Canadian Valley Electric. (laughs) Yeah, you know, prepaid metering, it's... It's not new in mm-hmm. the utility industry. Uh, it's new for Canadian Valley Electric, right. uh, but it's something that's been practiced in the utility industry for quite some time. Well, that's good. I'm glad we're jumping on the bandwagon. <laughs> um, so I know the next thing that you had said was an EV pilot program. Is that correct? Right. So what we looked at there was for anybody that has electric vehicles. Now, today, electric vehicles, they enjoy a very strong use case, but a very limited and narrow use case. Mm -hmm. So I expect we're going to see this more among our urban and suburban membership than we will in the very rural membership. Right. Um, The electric vehicles are great for commuters uh, when people are going to drive a limited number of miles through the daytime, like to... um, 
their place of employment and back mm-hmm. and then charge your vehicle like they would their cell phone, charging it uh, overnight at their place of residence. Um, so there's a very strong use case for that. That tends to break down a little bit for people that are living in apartments where there's not good access uh, to chargers or condominiums or people that are further and further out in the rural areas. So while there is a very strong use case, it's a very limited use case today. However, for those that can embrace that, it does bring the opportunity to have substantial savings on fuel costs for your transportation and maintenance costs for the vehicles. And we wanted members to be able to leverage that. So we started looking over a year ago at what we can do as a utility company to help our members save the most they possibly can in those scenarios while we also don't burden our members who don't have the electric vehicles. Right. I will say um, an electric vehicle, like you said, isn't perfect for everybody. Depends on your lifestyle. But I will say just for an example, me personally, I commute from Shawnee here to Canadian Valley every single day, um, Monday through Friday, you know, the regular 8 to 4.30, to 5. Um, for my commute, it would be perfect because that matches my lifestyle. I go home. I come to work, I'd be able to plug in, go back home, plug in. Um, I mean, it'd be perfect for me, but like you said, it's not everybody's cup of tea, but for those who can, it's definitely worth it. Right, and they're a lot opinion. of fun. They're a lot of fun to drive, oh, too. Oh, yeah. So, I know, for definitely. example, we have a electric Mustang Mach-E owned by the utility here that we drive around to many community events, and uh, we let many people get in and take a ride in so they can experience what that's like. Uh, what's your experience been in that? Oh, it's definitely different from a regular gasoline vehicle. Um, Just compared to my car, I drive a Hyundai Santa Fe, and that Mustang, it goes zero to 60 in, I don't know, three seconds. I'm just guesstimating here. I don't know the actual facts, but that's what it feels like, and it's so smooth. It accelerates like butter. I mean, you can't even tell how fast you're going sometimes right (laughs) but i love it it's a smooth ride um i love the difference because it's it's still a car it gets you from a to b but it's sleeker it's cleaner it's more quiet i believe it feels smoother it's just overall a more rounded experience in your vehicle right i would say I love it. Yeah, I definitely think they're a lot of fun, and I enjoy the smoothness uh, Mm -hmm. that you have, particularly on the highway, um, that I enjoy with that. Uh, But back to the charging, I mean, we benefit from that because we park that at our office, and we charge it at our office uh, where we have some level two chargers installed, and even some fast chargers installed Mm -hmm. um, out closer to the entrance to the highway. Uh, But back to the charging piece, we wanted to find a way, uh, the trick for the utility industry is that we don't have have a constant load. So if you look at our electric usage and our electric load, um, it is not um, just, for example, 100 megawatts 24 hours a day. We have peaks and we have valleys. And we have peaks typically between 3 and 7 p.m. in the evening, which is when most people maybe not most, but when many people that are driving electric vehicles are going to be coming home and Mm -hmm. plugging in their vehicles and want to charge them, which is during our peak usage hours. So that costs us a considerable amount of money, the way that utilities buy wholesale power. And so the trick for us is to minimize that peak and shift the heavy load onto other hours 
uh, throughout the day. That's why you'll see some utilities roll out time of use programs that have some limited effectiveness on that. Uh, we wanted to see if there was a pilot program we could roll out that would allow our membership to save money on their bill while also allowing the utility to save on our wholesale power costs so that we can pass through much of that savings. Mm-hmm. So what we implemented uh, as a pilot program, we filed this with the Corporation Commission, was approved in December, uh, is a program that is a peak-based or a demand-based, we call it a demand-based or a peak-based program, uh, where the electric cost is very low for the kilowatt hour usage itself. And then there is a fee for the peak usage uh, that is established by that particular member during the hours between 3 and 7 p.m. Uh, So the incentive there is that if they have an electric vehicle and they charge it off the peak, they will save substantial money on those peak charges and be able to use low-cost kilowatt hours uh, during other periods of the day. So our models, as we ran this and we looked at the data that we had, uh, indicated that a typical member could save probably 30 to $40 a month on their electric bill. Wow. A typical member with an electric vehicle right. could save 30 to $40 a month on their electric bill, and the uh, electric utility would have an associated savings with that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Win-win. that's what we were looking at there. Now, the pilot program itself um, has a lot of protections built in. Our goal as a utility is to collect enough data uh, on members' actual usage patterns that own electric vehicles so that we can roll out in a year or so a more uh, refined program uh, that benefits the membership uh, in the maximum extent that we can. Uh, But to do that, we have to see how people are really using those electric vehicles. Um, We need to take a look at households have one or two, or we're seeing three in some cases at a single household now. Mm -hmm. Um, And if they stagger their hours, so they're all charging the same period of time, that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, so the goal of this program really is to allow us to collect the data um, <clears throat> on the usage of that particular account. So with that in mind, um, we have capped this um, to absolve the end user member of any risk on the utility bill. And the pilot program looks at the regular residential rate where people are used to paying just a kilowatt hour charge and no demand or uh, peak fees versus an electric vehicle rate that has a lower kilowatt hour charge uh, and associated demand fees. And we will bill the lower of the two Mm -hmm. during that pilot program. So the member can only save during the rollout of this pilot program. That's great. It allows a member to save money. It allows the utility to get some data so that we can refine our rate programs better. Because the more we know, the better Canadian Valley can serve its members. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Uh, so we, this was part of the program, actually, that we started this partnership with Sense Power Monitors. Um, that as a home energy power monitor to tell you what appliances in your house are using how much electricity and becomes very useful. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have an electric vehicle, it can tell you how much energy you're actually devoting toward that electric vehicle. So that's That'd pretty nice. handy. Yeah. Uh, so as part of the program for the electric vehicle pilot program, we do have a limited number of level two electric vehicle chargers that a member can use um, at no charge to the member. Uh, well, we'll give them the charge charger, no charge to the member. Right, right. Um, and we have a limited number of sense power monitors that we will roll out with this program as well. 
uh, that will allow the member to see what's being used in our household and help them drive the energy efficiency. Um, so, yes, uh, there's some giveaway stuff from Canadian Valley Electric to the <laughs> members, um, but we think this is a, a good deal for us, really, because it allows us to collect uh, more detailed information on the electric vehicle usage and how our members are really using the product that we're selling, uh, being the electrical services. So uh, those things are available as well. And um, like I said, the the goal for us is to gather enough information to make that uh, uh, a, a permanent program in the future. That would be uh, wonderful. So we want you to save money. Right. Um, and we want the utility to save money as well because that mm-hmm. benefits everybody. Sounds like a win-win to me. <laughs> so one other thing I should, I should mention on that is if mm-hmm. you look at your power bill today, uh, you will see a line item on there that says demand charge, demand fee. Mm-hmm. And that has $0 associated with it. We've been just printing that on there for information purposes only for somewhat over a year. It might be a year and a half we've been doing that now. Uh, just as information only uh, mm-hmm. for our membership. And if you want to look at our electric vehicle rates and how you think that might interplay, then you'll have that information from your past utility bills and can bounce that against um, the EV rates that we've got. And uh, we can help you out with that. You know, you can do that calculation on your own. Remember, mm-hmm. service reps can help you out with that. But that'll give you some idea of uh, where you might be on that. And like I said, the great yeah. thing about this pilot program as we filed this with the commission is there's really no risk to the member. We're going to bill you the lower of the two rates that would apply, your standard residential rate or your electric mm-hmm. vehicle rate. That's good. That sounds wonderful. I can't wait to roll that out. We're excited about it. You know, I'm kind of a numbers geek, and I like to get in there and see what the data tells me. So we're mm-hmm. excited to see what this one well, good. tells us. Good. And then I know we also wanted to talk about something that we've had for a while. Um, it's called budget billing. Correct. It's uh, our best kept secret. Yes. <laughs> uh, just something we want to let our members know it is here. It is an option, um, especially, you know, now that... Canadian Valley is going to be offering prepaid. We just want to make sure all members know their options, and budget billing is definitely one of them. Right. There's a number of options that we offer to the membership to help manage your utility bills. Mm -hmm. And as I said, it's our best-kept secret because it's been out there for a long, long time, but not many people know that it exists. Mm -hmm. And that is what we refer to as a budget billing program. I think the Corporation Commission may refer to that as the average monthly payment plan, uh, which is a little more archaic Mm -hmm. and and not obvious in what it is. Um, What that program does is it just averages your bills out over the last 12 months, and that's what it applies to your upcoming bill cycles, what that average has been for the last 12 months. Mm-hmm. Um, that would really, um, that has a big impact uh, to us in our region of the country because of the variation of the weather patterns. And if you look at, we talked briefly earlier in this podcast about demand and how we peak between 3 and 7 p.m., Right. We also have much higher energy usage in colder and hotter months than you would during the shoulder seasons in the spring and the fall, as you would expect. That variation in our part of the country is about 75%, which wow. is a pretty big number. Yes, so it is. you yeah. can say, look, if I've got a utility bill that's in the range of $100 in, say, a May or October, where you would have a shoulder season, you might see a 75% difference in that number Mm -hmm. based on the weather patterns in say a february or maybe august right 
uh, depending on if you're heating or cooling with electric uh, heat and what your cooling parameters are. So the biggest driver in our electric demand that we see across our footprint is the weather. And as I said, it's a 75% variation between the shoulder seasons and the peak seasons in the summer and the winter. So when you start applying that to your billing cycle, you can see how the budget billing plan, some people call it levelized billing, helps mm-hmm. stabilize those bills so you can kind of plan on what your expense might be from one month to the next instead of saying, well, I had a very low bill this month and then the weather got really cold or the weather got really hot and now my right. bill is twice as much. Um, it's just that our region is driven by that weather variation. Yes, and it feels like in Oklahoma, it's either one side of the spectrum or the other. <laughs> well, it's say, you know, the saint has been around for a while. If you don't like the weather, just give it a few minutes and it'll change. Exactly. <laughs> That's Oklahoma for you. <laughs> so, Although I don't want it to change today. As we yes, mentioned, it's 65 nice. degrees and it's sunny. Nice I'll outside. take that. Yes, yeah. Um, if you do have any specific questions about budget billing program or if you would like to enroll, please contact our office and speak with member services. We would love to get you on there. That number is 405-382-3680. Uh, we'll work with anybody on that. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I said, there's multiple options uh, for people to help manage those bills. And yeah, this is one that I hear every once in a while somebody goes, well, I didn't know you had budget billing program mm-hmm. or when are you going to do some budget billing program? Or like, well, we've had it for over a decade. Yes. Um, yeah. So it's out there. We just need to make sure that the membership knows about that. Correct. Well, I'm super excited. Canadian Valley has an exciting year coming out, 2023, um, especially with all of these new options. And I think it's going to be a very bright future. All right. Great. Thanks, Casey. And next time we do this, make sure the weather is 65 degrees and sunny. I'll try. (laughs) All right. right, Thank thank you. you, Gary. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Energize Oklahoma. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe and share. You can also follow us on social media at Canadian Valley Electric Cooperative or visit our website at mindcvec.coop. If you are a member of Canadian Valley, be sure to download the Smart Hub app to access any of your account information and report outages. It's free to download in the App Store. We created this podcast to improve your life and serve our communities. Thanks for listening.